Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yo, what up, everybody? I hope everybody's having a good Tuesday afternoon as we are live here on New York Giants now by Chat Sports. I appreciate everybody for taking time out of their busy schedules to rock and roll with us on today's video. Look, the New York Giants are staring one and five in the face. They are set to take on the Buffalo Bills this Sunday night, as they, and they enter as 15-point underdogs. Some news of the day. Daniel Jones hopped on the Kay Adams show this morning, and he said the goal for him is to play this Sunday night. said he wants to play, but at the end of the day, with a neck injury, you can't risk that. Um, it's inhumane almost at times. He said it's pretty much going to be a pain tolerance type of thing, and that tells me it's probably not healed up all the way. And he said another hit like that could cause further damage. Um, <clears throat> look, I know Daniel Jones is a competitor and he wants to be out there, but at the end of the day, I, I, I care more about him as a, as a football player than helping the Giants get to 2-4 and four on the season. Look, if your neck's hurt and, and there's a chance of further injury, he, he should sit out. Um, I just think that that is that is what uh, should happen. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Daniel Jones coming up in today's video. We got a mailbag to get through. We'll be answering some questions from all of you guys. Then we're also going to touch on some trade rumors because let's be honest, you're one and four. You're probably going to lose this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills unless you shock America on Sunday Night Football, which means you're one and five and you're a couple weeks away from the trade deadline. Should you explore the idea of trading Saquon Barkley, Xavier McKinney, Adore Jackson, Leonard Williams? We're going to break all that down. But first, let's get the comment section going. Because if you're one of the 120 people watching right now, you are a real one. So if you're a real one, drop a real one in the chat. Shout out to my man, Nope. My man, Nope, is a real one. He's been tuning in early and often. I can't remember. Jeez, my nose is sniffing. Uh, I can't remember the last time my man Nope missed a video. So, Nope, shout out to you, my dog. Uh, Michael, what up, Michael? What up, Brody? It was cool seeing you in the chat last night. Giants fan here says he's a real one. Killer B is a real one. Jake's a real one. We got two Jakes. Jake, Jake O, and then Jake Cody. Alex, Jonathan, Joseph, Billy, Sir Juju 68. Should have just went with Sir Juju 69. That would have been way more nice. Uh, Chris Fox, Shane Tompkins. Uh, Aria Pruse says, should we trade for Kirk? Hell no. Why the hell would the Giants trade for Kirk Cousins? That seems stupid. You can ask it in the mailbag, though. If you do, hashtag Giants, I promise you will answer that question. S Teacher Planner. What's going on, homie? Max Sanchez, Bill, 
Pokey Moore. Jake says he's on a franchise tag. Who's he? Who is he? Uh, Ted Gartland. What up? Roller Coaster Mike says, bro. Bruh. What up, bro? Michael says, real one, Marshy. I appreciate that. Michael Montana, a.k.a. Me Too You Media. Filippo Leah says, real one. What up? Ox says, thoughts on Tyrod in the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter? Uh, Seeps, you were watching that game. I don't want to say he looked better, but he looked a little bit more comfortable running for his life. Yeah, I think he... Maybe it's just his mobility made, you know, was able to buy a couple extra seconds there. I, I think he honestly has better pocket presence than Daniel Jones. Like right now. I feel like Daniel Jones has you like happy feet when he's in the pocket as a boy. I'm sure he's seeing ghosts every time he drops back and feels pressure that's not there. I thought Tyrod Taylor made a couple of good throws over the middle of the field too. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback. I think he gives the Giants the best chance to win and I could be wrong, and I'll stand on it if I'm wrong. I, I don't expect much to change with this offense if it is Tyrod Taylor under center and not Daniel Jones. But I will say, Seeps, if Tyrod Taylor goes out and beats the Buffalo Bills, hey, that is going to be bad news for Daniel Jones. That might be really bad news for Daniel Jones. That would what be, would you have to do? Like, would you, like, it's a quarterback competition the rest of the year. I, don't, I think you have to keep rolling with Tyrod Taylor if he beats the Bills. I mean, he would have to start the next week. Like, even if Jones is healthy. I agree, because the Buffalo Bills have one of the best defense in the NFL. I looked at their stats before today's game. I think they're giving up just 16 points per game. And the Giants and the four losses they have this year, Seeps, they are averaging six points per game. I'll say that again. Giants have four losses. In those games, they are averaging six points per game. Absolutely brutal. Uh, we'll get to more comments and more shout-outs, and we'll dive into the trade rumors coming up in a second. Let's get, um, uh, let's get a huge shout-out going to today's sponsor, Prize Picks. The best way to play daily fantasy sports. The easiest way in a way that you can actually wait, make real money with real-time deposits. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, and they're going to hook you up and match your initial deposit up to $100. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It is the largest independently-owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy. It's just you against the numbers. What you do, you select two to six players all in one lineup and you just play against prize picks. They are going to set a projected stat line for a player. You simply select more or you simply select less. This week, I'm going to roll with a two quarterback lineup. I'm going to go with more passing yards for Brock Purdy this week against the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go with more passing yards for Tua against the terrible Carolina Panthers, go get hooked up, roll with my picks, fade my picks, just do it with the sponsors, support the show here at Chat Sports, we'd really, really appreciate it. Pricepicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS, and they're going to match your initial deposit of up to $100. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I, I, I want to do this right here. One word, one word to describe the Giants season so far, disappointing, okay. yeah, uh, frustrating, underwhelming, um, stomach ache. Is that one word? Um, embarrassing. Embarrassing. I think embarrassing that, is the best one. Yeah. It is embarrassing to say that this is our football team, and I have to freaking watch them every oh. single week, and you guys get to watch me in full meltdown mode in front of hundreds of thousands of people as our team scores three points every 
Like the hype, like the hype coming into the year was just like this is the most hyped I've seen Giants fans for a football season since Eli Manning was under center. Seriously, and then it was just like immediately, like the Cowboys game was like, all right, back to reality. Then it was like, all right, maybe we bounce back against the Cardinals. Back to reality again. All right, you get going in the second half. Back to reality. Like it was just over and over again this year. Like they have played two good quarters of football this entire season. It's incredible. It's hard to do. <sighs> Ridiculous. Jake says Jeopardy. Uh, Michael says Yup. C. Sanders says Quitters. I don't know if Quitters is fair. Um, yeah, I don't. I haven't seen Quit yet. I haven't yet. seen Quit I haven't yet. Seen yet. Uh, Jake says Disappointing. James Hollister, what up, Brody? Says Joe. Roller Coaster. Mike says Scary. James says Surprise. Michael says Disgraceful. Giants fan says Terrible. Alfredo says Disappointing. Uh, what up, Rob Jigga? Says Cursed. Jake Cody says embarrassing, revolting, lazy, frustrating, disaster, joke. A joke, joke is a good one. Um, train wreck. That's two words, but I'll accept it. <laughs> Andre Davis says sad. It's just so frustrating because Seeps, literally the first drive of the game of the against the Dallas Cowboys in the first game of the season, the yeah. Giants drove the ball down their throat. They were able yep. to run the ball, had a couple of nice checkdowns. Then you get into third and one, and your all-pro left tackle jumps off sides. Then the center snaps the ball over the two people you trusted the most on the offensive line. Let you down on that first drive. Andrew Thomas jumps off side. John Michael Schmidt snaps it over the head of Daniel Jones. Then a kick gets blocked, returned for a touchdown. But it wasn't the points that hurt the Giants. It's the fact that Andrew Thomas pretty much tore his hamstring chasing down that blocked kick. I, I You know what? Maybe I'm just being optimistic. Maybe I'm just being a fan here. I really would have liked to see this season play out if that block kick didn't happen. I truly think it would be different. I mean, it's a snowball. I truly do. But I also feel like that falls on coaching for not letting that snowball. Like, or just overall mindset mentality of the football team. But, I mean, Marsh, that is true. If you go get seven on that opening drive against Dallas, like, could have been a whole lot different. But, you know. If you score right there. You are setting the tone for the season. 100%. And the Cowboys, they're like, oh, shit, these guys might be thrilled. Maybe you lose 40-7. to seven. Maybe that ends up happening. But your freaking star tackle doesn't have a torn hamstring. I mean, I mean, what you've been saying for a while is like, what has go wrong can go wrong. Or what can go wrong has go wrong. That opening drive was the definition of that. Look, your star, your star tackle's missed four of the first five games. Your star running back has missed three of the first five games. Now your quarterback has a neck injury. Aziz Ojolari has already had two injuries so far this year. It's, it's bad. It, it, it's frustrating. I'm, I'm trying my best to be optimistic, guys, so if I'm not, you can call me out for it. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to tell you what I see. And I'm going to wear my emotions on my sleeve just like all 180 people watching in here. There's nothing more than we want to see this team win football games. And it's frustrating. Uh, Giants fans deserve better. You guys deserve better than the product that you have to sit and watch every freaking Sunday night. Again, on primetime, entering as double-digit underdogs. Same thing you did last Monday night against the Dolphins. You deserve better. And I feel sorry for every single person that right now bleeds Giants blue. Hopefully better days are coming around the corner. My man Cam Johnson. Shout out to Cameron Johnson. Everybody type CJ down in the comments section. Show him some love. We appreciate the extremely generous contribution, my man. He says, White, E. White is out for this year. It's not impossible for us to beat the Bills over the top. Uh, Tredavious White, yes. 
Tredavious White is out for the year. It's not impossible for us to beat the Bills over the top with Hyatt and Slayton. We have the hardest schedule through week six. I think it's a confidence issue more than anything. Look, we're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills secondary coming up here in a little bit. But the thing does – the Seahawks didn't have a good defense. The Dolphins didn't have a good defense. No. Thing is, the Bills do have a good defense. And they have a good pass rush. And Von Miller is back. Um, yeah, geez, that dude's back. So Von Miller, you're going to have to block Von Miller. You're going to have to block Ed Oliver. You're going to have to block Leonard Floyd. A.J. Epinesa. Like, they got dudes over there. Like, they, they got a great defensive coach. And they're coming off a loss as well. They're going to be motivated. They're going to be motivated. Look, nothing's impossible, Cameron. Nothing in this league is impossible. Um, the Giants can win this football game. They absolutely can, but they need to play their A-plus game. Look, if they force Josh Allen to throw three interceptions, how about we come away with more than 10 points off those picks? How about we go punch it in the end zone? How about you score a first drive touchdown? How about you score a first quarter touchdown? How about you score a first half offensive touchdown for the first time this year going into week six? Um, look, you can win this game, but let's be honest. The Buffalo Bills are the much better team, and Vegas is telling you that with the Giants being 15-point underdogs. Yep. I don't know if it's a confidence issue thing. Uh, maybe some of the offensive linemen are dealing with some confidence issues. Josh Azudu, Marcus McKeithen, Mark Lewinsky and crew. But at the end of the day, um, as the Giants are designating wide receiver Cole Beasley to return, from practice squad IR ahead of Sunday's game. So Cole Beasley will be back on the practice squad, and he may play this week. There we go. Maybe he can, uh, maybe he can, uh, maybe he gives us the juice. Maybe he gives us the Buffalo Bills playbook. He'll give it, he'll, it's another receiver Daniel Jones can check it down to on Sunday. Oh, he's going to love checking it oh, down to Cole Beasley. He's going to love it. Nobody and runs better check down routes than Cole Beasley. Mr. Rick, don't even put that out there. Don't what did, even put oh, that Lord, out there. what did positive Mr. Rick say? <laughs> the breaking news, the Giants trade Daniel Jones to the Vikings. Don't know about that. F that. A little, a little Kirk for DJ swap? <laughs> you guys would probably I think that. both sides say no. Oh, we would for sure know. You guys would say yes. I don't think so. Kirk's got a one-year deal. You can move off it. Yeah, if you want to look at it like that, that's fair. That's fair. Get him from one year, like, <laughs> imagine that goes down. Lord. Lyle Collins will visit with the Giants this week. Almost like I said they should have signed him three weeks ago on this channel. The New York Giants are working out Lyle Collins. They have cut two players. They also worked out Stanley, Barry Hill, and Marquez Stevenson. To be honest, I don't know who those players are. Should the Giants sign Lyle Collins? Get your votes in for us if you could. Getting the show ready for you guys behind the scenes. What up, everybody? We got some breaking news here on the channel. The New York Giants have signed an offensive lineman to their practice squad. They've also cut two players. They're also going to work out Lyle Collins. We also have an injury update on Daniel Jones, and they are going to activate 
Cole Beasley from the practice squad IR. So we have a loaded show coming up. We're going to keep you guys in the loop. But the Giants have signed Yadni Kajust. I'm going to be honest. I'm not confident in the way I'm saying that name. So if you want to chew me out for it, that is very, very fair. But I'm going to call him Juice. Yadni Kajust is signing with the New York football Giants. Um, the Giants actually worked out Kajust back in May and a workout before the opener. He has five career starts at tackle. He was cut by the Patriots and the Jets this off season. Here is the rest of the information that we have on him. In 2021, he was a part of the New England Patriots, played in seven games, started two games. And then in 2022, he played in 10 games and started three of those. He was a third-round pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. And his pro football focus grades in 2021, he played in 81 offensive snaps, had a 55 overall grade, 57 run block, 49 pass block. In 2022, he played in 197 snaps, and he actually had a pretty good PFF grade, 65.7 and a run block grade of 72.4 with a pass block grade of 53.6. So the Giants are signing Yadni Kajust to their practice squad. We've got more updates about Lyle Collins, Daniel Jones, Cole Beasley, and the Giants cutting two players. This is why you subscribe to the channel, though, because if the Giants make a move, whether we're already live on the channel or whatever, we are going to get you guys a video. So sub for dubs. I need dubs. One dub ain't enough. I need dubs. Sub for dubs. Let's go. The Giants are also going to work out Lyle Collins, former Dallas Cowboy, on their offensive line. He uh, was last with the Cincinnati Bengals. He was cut prior to the season due to a knee injury. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago that Adam Schefter reported that he is 100% healthy and ready to go and is going to start talking to teams soon. Lyle Collins last year played 951 snaps for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, allowed five sacks, just seven QB hits, 22 QB hurries, and a PFF run grade of 73.5. If Lyle Collins is signed by the New York Giants, he would immediately be their best healthy offensive lineman. I will say this, though. The Giants just signed Yadni Kajust. They're also going to work out Lyle Collins. I'm going to put on my little detective cap right here. I think this could mean that Andrew Thomas is actually more hurt than we know, and I think this means he may be out longer than we are anticipating. This is Adam Schefter back on September 25th. We did a video on this the day it went out. That's why you subscribe to the channel. But former Bengals offensive tackle Lyle Collins, who missed training camp on the active and pup list while rehabbing from a torn ACL and a MCL ligament, uh, passed his physical today. That's back on the 25th of September. And his doctor uh, said Collins is expected to find work soon. Hopefully it is with the New York Giants because when you look at this offensive line, let's be honest, they're not good. They've already given up 100 quarterback pressures so far this season, that is number one in the National Football League. And I think potentially you could play Lyle Collins at left guard or at right guard. I'm assuming they're going to want to keep Evan Neal at the right tackle position. But let's be honest, Joshua Zudu has struggled to left tackle, so maybe they play him at left tackle. If they do sign him, he's not going to be ready to go this week. It will be in a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks, excuse me. I would circle week seven on the calendar against Washington. But I've been banging the table for a month that the Giants should go out and sign Lael Collins. Um, I'm hoping 
that they do so because this offensive line needs an infusion of talent, and Lyle Collins will be the most talented, healthy offensive lineman on this team with Andrew Thomas and John Michael Schmitz. Al, I want to ask you all this question. Should the Giants sign Lyle Collins? I want to know what you all think. So give me your thoughts in the comment section. Type Y for yes, type N for no. We're going to tell you about Daniel Jones and an injury update from the word of his own mouth. Daniel Jones spoke about his neck and if he's going to play this week. And we're also going to tell you about Cole Beasley. But first, I got to fill you in on my favorite sponsor here at Chat Sports, and that is Game Time. Download the Game Time app and use the promo code GIANTSCHAT at checkout, and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase when you buy tickets. What I love about Game Time, number one, it's the best ticket app in the game, but two, you get the best seats for the lowest price guaranteed, and the prices drop as the event gets closer. Kind of different from some other ticket sites. Sometimes those sites uh, show that the tickets are going up as the event gets closer. Not the same for Game Time. You also get the lowest price guaranteed. Download the Game Time app. Use the promo code GIANTSCHAT. It'll ask you to redeem your code. Just plug and play. Giants Chat right there, and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. You go to NFL games, NBA games, MLB games. You go to concerts. Myself and producer Patrick Seatman, we went to a couple of concerts this summer, and we were able to do so, and it was able to be easy and stress-free thanks to Game Time. I promise you guys are going to love it, and it's also pretty cool that you'll get $20 off. That's Download the Game Time app, create an account, and when you do, make your first purchase. Remember, Giants Chat as the promo code. Alrighty, Daniel Jones hopped on the K Adams show this morning, and he was pretty much asked, are you going to play this week? How do you feel? He said he feels much better. He said his neck is still a little bit sore, and one thing he's going to have to balance if he does play is his pain tolerance. And he said further injury. He didn't say that word for word, but he pretty much hinted at if I got hit, Pretty much the same way, again, it could lead to further injury. He also said it is not the same injury. If he's not able to go, it's going to be Tyrod Taylor uh, under center for the New York Giants. Tyrod finished that game against the Miami Dolphins. He was 9 of 12 for 86 yards. Um, I don't want to say Tyrod Taylor looked better than Daniel Jones, but I thought that he looked better running for his life a little bit. I want to go to that Dan Duggan tweet where he broke down what Daniel Jones said uh, on the Kay Adams show this morning because I thought it was interesting that one Daniel Jones was willing to talk about his neck because he usually keeps that stuff extremely close to the vest. So he said this, uh, he said it's a different neck injury that he dealt with in the past, but declines to get into specifics said he's feeling better. Jones said his goal is to play this Sunday, but he left it at that. Also said Jones said the biggest issue of playing with this injury is just dealing with contact, getting hit in a certain way exposes you. He doesn't think it will affect him throwing or anything else to do so. I'll say it again, and I'll continue to echo the thoughts I have. If he's not 100%, if there's a chance of further injury, he should not play. Uh, neck injuries are nothing to mess around with, and I don't want that to be something that can hurt him and affect him down the line as he goes on in his life and tries um, to, to continue that. I don't want to see him play if there's any chance of further injury. Other news that we have, Cole Beasley who was on the Giants practice squad. He was placed on injured reserve for the practice squad. He has been elevated off that. He could play as soon as this week against the Buffalo Bills, his former team. The Giants, they also released two players. Uh, Amani Oruwarie, cornerback, had been released from the practice squad, as well as wide receiver Cam 
Sims. So they release two players, Cam Sims, Amanio Ruarie, and they activate Cole Beasley, and they sign Yadni Kajust. They would need to release somebody else from the practice squad if they want to go out and sign Lyle Collins, who is set to visit this week, already wrapped up a workout uh, with the New York Jets. I'll say this. If he looks even close to 100% healthy, which I think he will be, uh, the Giants should go out and sign Lyle Collins, and he should be a starter on this team as soon as possible. A whole bunch of news that I wanted to get you guys as soon as possible. First place you would have heard about it, though, is on my Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore. So give me a follow over there and stay in the loop on everything Big Blue. All righty. That was pretty effective, not going to lie. That was pretty yeah, effective was, by us. That was a... Uh... That was just us being veterans right there. Yeah, last year we news. were flustered by the yeah, Isaiah no. Hodgins news mid-show. <laughs> Not was. this year. Well, Not this year. I will say that was different, though. That was right before we were literally about to that hit was easier. the live. That was easier. Yeah, yeah. I went back and watched that cut today. It was hilarious. Really? We were doing questions in the middle of it. Oh, really? <laughs> 33K. No shit. I didn't know it was 33K. Cha, you know we're on top of it. We just adjust. We're veterans now. We're in that sophomore breakout campaign this year. Look, you can throw the bullets at us. We're going to keep it flying. We're okay. going to keep it rocking. We're going to keep it rolling. And now we still have two more great videos for you guys to break down on today's show. We do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You guys are going to love them. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. If you want to trade Saquon Barkley and Adore Jackson, buckle up. You're going to love these next two videos. Cha says, how about Jones' advanced PTSD? Did he talk to Kay about that? No, he did not. What is he doing these interviews with Kay Adams for? It's like, starting to piss me off. Because he was on there last week, right? Every week. It's a weekly hit. Oh, really? Oh. Adapt and overcome duo. Mr. Rick, it's what we do. This K is, yeah, no, Mr. Rick, who knows? Maybe Daniel Jones is trying to slide in. What if DJ has a little, uh, a little, a little relationship with Mr. K or Mrs. K on the DL? Yeah, that's the news. That news of the, the day. News. All right, all right, I was fucking text. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Ahead of it, man. You're ahead of it. All righty. So, let's see. Today's Tuesday. If the chat's still good, we'll do a mailbag at the end just so okay. for easy, easy, easy peasy stuff. All righty. Uh, NFL Fan Zone says, can we sign Andrew Norwell? Yeah, you could. You could. Is Krimi in the chat? Krimi kind of quit on us, I think. I think it's because we didn't let him in the Big Blue Club. Uh, hey, you got you got to do it every year. Yeah, you got to do it every year. Yeah, you think you Mr. Don't... Rick just got in there by no. doing what he did last year? No, no, he stepped up to the table and he did it again. Yes, <laughs> probation. I... And yes, I am sad about Justin Jefferson. Did anyone ask you about that? It's that boy Joe. Nah, that's future giant Justin Jefferson, by the way. <laughs> Future Giant. We are going to do a mailbag at the end of the show. 
those questions in there. Get Reed. your questions in. My man Big Mooey said didn't quit on you guys, quit on the Giants. Look, it's easy to be a fan of the Giants when you're 6-2 and two and going to the playoffs. First year under Brian Dable, first year under Joe Shane. You know what we do, Seeps? We're here for the long run. We're here for the long run. It's easy to be a – look, if, if – if, Seeps, you know what my dad always used to tell me? If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. 100%. It ain't easy. Listen, we got 250 people with us right now. We almost got to 300 earlier. That, that's all credit to you guys. Shout out to y'all. If it was easy, everybody would be here. When vibes are high, it's easy to tune in the Giants. It's easy to be a fan and tune in and super chat when your team's winning. But what about when you're talking about What about when your Saquon? team's that? Yeah. yeah. What about when we're trying to trade Saquon and yeah. Dory Jackson and Who's Leonard Williams those? and Xavier McKinney? Who's watching those videos? It's easy when you're on top. It's easy when you're on top. <laughs> what up, Trisha? What up, Trisha? If you haven't yet, get your questions in. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat. We appreciate you guys. But uh, we're about to get into some rumors around Saquon Barkley. Bleacher Report thinks the Giants should move on from the star running back. Trisha doesn't want to trade him. I'm going to tell you why they should right freaking now. The New York Giants are 1-4, and they are going to enter Sunday night's game against the Buffalo Bills as 15-point underdogs. With 1-5 staring the Giants potentially in the face, I want to ask this question. Should the Giants strip it down, open up the yard sale, and start trading some of their players for picks? Let me know what you think. Type Y for yes, type N for no. Could a fire sale be coming for the New York football Giants? We're going to break it down on today's show as you are watching Giants Now by Chat Sports, and I am your host, Marshall Green. Bleacher Report put out an article talking about why the Giants should start making and taking calls on running back Saquon Barkley, who's on an expiring contract. I'm going to give you my top Saquon Barkley destinations, and I'm going to tell you if the Giants should move on from the former number two overall pick. This is what Bleacher Report said, though. Rather than get nothing but a compensatory selection in return for Barkley, the Giants should be working the phones to see what other teams may be willing to offer. Getting a late day two pick from a team like the Baltimore Ravens, a club that has Super Bowl dreams, but lost starting running back J.K. Dobbins to a season-ending injury and has gotten mixed results from backups Justice Hill and Gus Edwards in the weeks since could be the best path forward and I will agree with Bleacher Report on this and I don't ever want to see Saquon Barkley put on another jersey but the Giants should start taking and making calls not just on Saquon Barkley but on all the players that may have value across the league that are on uh, expiring deals that includes Barkley that includes Leonard Williams that includes Adoree Jackson and that includes Xavier McKinney those are the first four people that I would start taking and making calls on also follow that up by saying this. I am not paying Saquon Barkley as good of a football player as he is. And he's probably the best one on the New York football giants. It's when he's healthy, though. And I hate to say this. But at this point, Saquon Barkley is an injury-prone player. He also turns 27 years old in February. 
That means he's three years away from facing 30 years old as a running back. And when you're 30 and you're a running back, you're not worth much across the National Football League. So, yes, I would look to trade Saquon Barkley. But I'm not just going to do it for chopped liver. I'm not trading him for a seventh-round pick. I'm not trading for a sixth-round pick. I may not even trade him for a fifth or a fourth-round pick. But I would start to listen and make calls on Saquon Barkley. Because at the end of the day, uh, Saquon Barkley doesn't make this offensive line better. Even if Saquon Barkley is back there, the Giants are probably still 1-5. Saquon Barkley was averaging less than four yards per carry before he got hurt. Does he make great plays? Yeah, the play against the Arizona Cardinals, the diving touchdown after he caught the pass. But I'll say this. The Giants are so far away from being a contender in this league and so far away from the offensive line being good, paying a running back with a bad offensive line is a terrible way of team-building strategy. Giants have been going down that road. I think it's time to hit a U-turn and change it up. Look, the Giants are 14-point dogs versus Buffalo. One in five is staring you in the face. One, New York, is staring one in five in the face. Is the season over? Um, No, anything is possible. Um, I don't think it is over. And, and, and if you're part of that crowd and you say, season's not over, Giants still can come back, I'm never going to tell you you're wrong. Because every single Sunday, I'm going to be up here on this channel rooting for this football team. And I'll give you a little bit of hope here. The 2022 Lions, they started 1-6, and six, and they finished 8-9. and nine. So, yeah, there is a chance the Giants could turn it around and make a late push and maybe be contending for a wild card spot at the end of the season like the Detroit Lions did. And their schedule relatively eases up a little bit. You get the Commanders in Week 7. That's a winnable game. You get the Jets in Week 8. That's a winnable game. You get the Raiders in Week 9. That's a winnable game. Uh, then you got the Cowboys in Week 10. I, I, I don't feel confident in that one. You could beat the Commanders. You could beat the Patriots. You could beat the Packers. You could beat the Saints. The season is not technically over. But where the Giants sit right now and where their schedule sits right now, it needs to come down to this. Joe Shane, Brian Dable, you need to sit down Leave your emotions outside that room and have an honest conversation about what this team is capable of. If you truly believe that over those eight games that I just showed you, that you could potentially win six of them, you don't trade Saquon Barkley. If you don't think the Giants can win more than six of those games, and you got the Eagles twice and the Rams sandwiched in between those two Philadelphia Eagles matchups. If you don't think this team can get to nine wins, then you need to trade Saquon Barkley. That is just my personal opinion. Um, that's what I would do. What about this? If the Giants make a move, or you need to make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Sub to the channel, because if the Giants make a move, we are going to make a video. Giants videos every single day for free. And if Barkley gets traded, we're going to be the first channel on YouTube that lets you know. Coming up around the corner, uh, I'm going to give you my top Saquon Barkley destinations. Bleacher Report mentioned the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to be on my list, but I've got a couple of other teams that I think could be interested in the superstar running backs talent. But first, I want to tell you guys about our proud uh, Daily Fantasy partner, Prize Picks. Shout out to Prize Picks for sponsoring today's show. The best way to play Daily Fantasy Sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use the promo code CLNS, and they are going to match your initial deposit of up to $100. It's my favorite way, and in my opinion, the best way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. You're not playing 100 other peoples. You're not playing any sharps, and you're not playing any computers. All you do is select more or less 
on the projected stat line that Prize Picks sets for each and every individual player. You can play passing yards, rushing yards, passing touchdowns, so many different stats and combinations. I'm going to roll with passing yards this week for a couple of quarterbacks that I think are going to shine. I think Brock Purdy is going to have a big day against the Cleveland Browns, so I'm going to go with more passing yards for him. I'm also going to do the same for Tua as he matches up against that really, really good Carolina Panthers defense. It's a joke. They're not good. Uh, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that promo code CLNS. They're going to match your initial deposit of up to $100. All righty, top Saquon Barkley destination. Look, the only way I'm trading Saquon Barkley is if I can get a second or third round pick, to be honest with you. I don't know if you get that, but that's at least what my initial asking price is. We talked about the Baltimore Ravens at the top of the show, and I think it makes a lot of sense for the reasons that uh, Bleacher Report outlined. I mean, you look at the Baltimore Ravens running back room right now, it's beat up, and it is, it's just bad. Anytime Melvin Gordon is on your running back depth chart in the year of 2023, that's a problem. Uh, Gus Edwards is not good. Justice Hill is not good. Melvin Gordon was good four years ago, and Kenyon Drake is on the practice squad. If you could have a backfield of Lamar Jackson uh, and Saquon Barkley with some of the weapons they got, and I'm sure Barkley would love to go play once again with Odell Beckham Jr., uh, I would have the Ravens as one of the top destinations. Another team, what about the Buffalo Bills? We have heard for a long, long time that the Buffalo Bills could be a trade destination for Saquon Barkley. Um, we actually broke down a report. I forget who the NFL insider was that actually linked the Giants and Barkley to the Buffalo Bills a couple of weeks ago. He said he thought the Bills were putting too much on Josh Allen's plate. They got James Cook, who's a young running back. Damian Harris is a solid RB3, um, but they don't have a game changer. And I think for the Bills to get on top, they need to be a little bit more reliant on that ground game. Thrusting in Saquon Barkley into that offense alongside Stephon Diggs, uh, they could be pretty scary in the AFC. I'm also going to include the Kansas City Chiefs on this list. I know Isaiah Pacheco is a fan favorite in Kansas City. But I'll say this. Would you rather have Saquon Barkley on your team, Kansas City, or would you rather see him go to your number one rival in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills? The Chiefs may need to trade for Barkley just so the Buffalo Bills do not get him. But seriously, Mahomes, Kelsey, Barkley, uh, yeah, that would be a pretty freaking intense offense. I think it's going to be a contender from the top of the league that's going to be trading for him. Or a team like the Chicago Bears, who have plenty of draft picks that they could move. They potentially have two first-round picks in this upcoming draft. Uh, here are uh, their draft capital. Here is, excuse me, their draft capital for the 2024 NFL Draft. They're going to have two first-round picks, one owned by themselves, one owned by the Carolina Panthers. They also own a second-round pick, a third-round pick, two picks in the fourth round. What if they say, hey, we'll give you our fourth-round pick? <sighs> going to be at the top of the draft, I'll tell you that much. Uh, fifth round pick and a sixth round pick. Also, the running back room is kind of beat up right now. I think Khalil Herbert uh, is injured following that game on Thursday night. He did not return. Roshan Johnson is hurt as well. Travis Homer is hurt. Deontay Foreman is on the roster. And they had a practice squad guy that had never played in the NFL playing on Thursday of this past week. So uh, those are the teams that I think could be interested in Saquon Barkley. I want to leave the show uh, asking you guys this question. What round pick do you need to trade Saquon Barkley? Do you need a second? Do you need a third? Do you need a fourth? What round pick do you need to trade Saquon Barkley? And I'm not trading Saquon because I don't think he's a good player. I think he is a good player. I just think where he is at in his career and where the Giants are at in their rebuild, they're just going the opposite ways. And I think it may just be time. I'm going to be sad when it happens. 
not going to be happy. Even if they got a first overall, first round pick, I would be sad because Saquon Barkley is the face of this organization. I have his jersey. I'm a fan. I think he's a good person. I think it's good for this team. He's supposed to retire a New York Giant. But at the end of the day, a lot of people talk about the Giants have failed Daniel Jones. Uh, they've also somewhat failed Saquon Barkley. Never got him an offensive line. Never got him a talent on the outside that would open up the game for him. At the end of the day, it's hard to pay a running back that doesn't stay healthy for 17 games consistently. It'll be a sad day when they trade him, but I think it will be a day that the Giants will look back on and they'll be happy that they did it. I will be sad about it, though. As always, I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, give me a follow over on Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore. They got to trade him, right? You're not a Giants fan. You have no emotional attachment here. If Joe Shane called you up as an advisor and he says, what do you think I should do? What are you doing? There's no reason to keep him. You cannot pay him after this year. Yeah, you first, yeah, you can't pay him. I mean, like, dude, also, I will say, I don't know if you could get higher than a third. I think a third is, like, the max you could get. Yeah. But then again, maybe the deadline rolls around and, like, people are like, Chase this Claypool is our... went for a second. That is a good point. It is a good point. Claypool sucks, too. But maybe the Bills are just like, you know what? This is our window. This is it. Like, let's go Diggs is never going to be better than he is right now. Allen's in his prime. We're not going to have Vaughn Miller much longer. Yeah, he's probably going to take it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe you could get a second for him. Maybe you could. I will be extremely upset the day he is traded. Um, but like, it's sometimes you got to take a step back to move forward, though. It's a 26-year-old running back on a one-year deal who has injury history. Tremendous talent. I don't know. Also, Cha, I saw your hashtag Giants question. That's going to lead the mailbag. Here, I'll show – I'm not going to show it on the show right now. He also said stop it, Marsh. Stop it, Seeps. Saquon Barkley is the only guy on the Giants I love. No. I love Saquon Barkley. Seeps has worn my Giants jersey. That's going to lead the show. That's going to lead the show, Mr. Rick. The Giants have only been good with Saquon Barkley one year. And it's not a knock against Barkley. Yeah. It's the knock. It's the fact. Running backs don't move the needle. No. Running backs are like icing. You got to have some fucking cake. But you know what makes cake better? Some damn good icing. But Giants have no cake. But they don't even have a fucking oven. And it's gross to only eat icing. If you only eat icing, you you're a serial killer. Ask the Tennessee Titans. Like, I would love to see Saquon Barkley retire a New York Giant. Um, but hold on, put that, put Mike, uh, my man Mike super chat up. I completely just didn't even read it. My man MG, shout out to Mike G, the best initials in the game. Shout out to MG. Everybody get the MGs in the chat. Thanks for tuning in, man, and thank you for supporting the show, as always. Hey, MG, tough to watch these Giants, but any thoughts on any O-lineman the Giants need to sign in free agency? Lyle Collins, that's who they need to go out and sign. They signed Yadni Kajust 20 minutes ago. Uh, that, that video will be out on the channel. Tried to break him down the best I could on the fly. It says, I think they can't draft a lineman and expect day one starters to sign proven guys. Uh, I'm kind of with you at this point, Mike. Um, look, the Giants can ultimately clear $60 million in cap space if they don't re-sign Barkley, Leonard Williams, Dory Jackson, and Xavier McKinney. I want you to grab that $60 million, put it into two, 
Go sign a right guard. Go sign a left guard and sign a fucking swing tackle. Um, yeah. I'd like for the Giants to draft an offensive lineman once again in the first two rounds. But at the end of the day, you need a proven player at this point. You need someone that has done it in the National Football League at a high level. Go sign him an NFL free agency. That's what the Giants need to do. You sign one, you draft a couple. Shoot, you sign two, you draft a couple. I want to see four more offensive linemen added to this team this offseason that could help them and play right away. That's where I'm at, Mike G. That's where I'm at, my brother. What's the chat saying? James Hollister said they're too reliant on Barkley. They lost 40 to nothing with him, though. So I'm saying, like, everyone says, and I'm not, I'm not trying to single you out, James. Look, Saquon's great. Best player on this team, to be quite frank with you. Um, I think he plays the least impactful position. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. I think he's really good, and I think he makes Daniel Jones better. Just kind of already looking at this team with both those. I think it's just time for, it's time for some new cologne. Mr. Rick, it's time for some new gear. It's time for a new car. It's time for a new look. I just think you got to put the days of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley behind you. Go get a makeover. Just time. I need new. I knew. I need a new stench. I need a new stench. This team needs a new look. Uh, it's just time. That's just my personal opinion. I see a bunch of people getting their hashtag Giants in. I appreciate you. If you want to be featured on the show, we got a mailbag coming up at about thirty minutes or so. Hashtag Giants to get on the show. Hashtag Giants to get on the show. What happened? Seeps is trying to shut this stream down. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, my God. Get those questions in there. We got one more seg, then we're going to get into that mailbag. So get those questions in there. Ask away. Let me get a quick look at my Twitter timeline here, Seeps. See if we got any more news. The Giants have released two players, activated a player, signed a player, and worked out another player. Hey, Joe Shane. At least they're working. trying. Yeah, Joe Shane's working today. You got to respect it. They're trying right now. You can't draft an O lineman. Hopefully, you can sign one. You know what's also so crazy, Marsh? I feel like we do this every year. It's October 10th. The NFL is going to look so different December 10th. Like, that is two months from now. I know there's a lot of teams. Listen, you got teams like the Saints and the Falcons right now. They're three and two, thinking they're like head honchos because they've had an easier schedule. Get me till Thanksgiving, and then I think we decide. <laughs> As Mr. Rick comes in with a $25 super chat. Buy Seeps and you a couple of quarter pounders after the show for the Giants' favorite burger flipper. Hey. Can we get some F. Evan Neals in the chat? Yes. We never yes. got to do an F. Evan Neal on the show. Yes. Oh! <laughs> Mr. Rick, I am still, I'm still upset with him. You know what? I didn't want to talk about it on the show, but what Evan Neal did – 
is a joke. And I wouldn't, I would not be mad at anybody if they stopped supporting this team as long as he was on it. That's so messed up to say. It's just thinking like I'm a better human being than you because of my profession. That yeah. has nothing to do with. Because I was gifted a six foot seven, three hundred fifty pound body. He didn't work yeah. for that shit. Maybe if he worked, he could freaking block somebody. Yeah. He would be a. Fuck Evan Neal. I, I can't talk about it because it really fires me up and pisses me off, and it's yeah. gonna make me say things that are mean, and I I don't want to say those on air. But. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about that. I'm going to go to Wendy's today, though, and ask if any Giants fans work there. So yeah. I'll, I'll check in for you there, Mr. Cha. As Adam Schmidt comes in with Skull Adam in the chat. Skull Adam's in the chat. Let's go. Shout out to Adam Schmidt. Says, how y'all doing today after that Nick stuff? You know what, Adam? Nothing quite hits like a preseason win. Yeah, nothing's better, Adam. I have only seen my football team win one game in the past. Let me see. Vikings-Giants game. The Giants have won one football game since January 15th. So it was good to see my Knicks win a, in a preseason game. Definitely. It was good to see my Knicks win a preseason game. Adam Schmidt, shout out to freaking you, Brody. Shout out to Adam. Adam, you're a legend here at Chat Sports. What's crazy is everyone at Chat Sports knows who Adam Schmidt is. Yeah, now. Adam, I will say your name has gotten around the stew a little bit. Your name's gotten around the stew. Hey, we'll be live Thursday, Adam, on our Bulls channel. Make sure you tune in. Cha says the Cha Dog loves Wendy's. We stop all the time. Get him a little frosty. <laughs> Love that. Shout to you, Adam. Seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone here at Chat Sports, and specifically the Giants now real ones, love you. Yeah. We love you. As Leonard Zinnard, <laughs> my man's back with the Zins. <laughs> Leonard Zinnard. Holy cow. Caleb Williams season. Hey, let's get a little two clap for Leonard Zinnard. Leonard Zinnard. <laughs> I, there are a lot of good names in this chat. There are Skull Leonard. I think Leonard Zinnard takes a cake is my favorite name here. I could use an upper decky right now, Leonard <laughs> Zinnard. Oh, my God. Holy cow, dude. Jesus Christ. I needed that laugh. Okay, Leonard Zinnard. I also, that profile picture. What does that say? I can't see what it says. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's Danny Dimes on Spongebob. I can't read it, but it looks freaking hilarious. Zach says, is our season really over? No, it's not over. You still got, what, 12 games? Yeah. You win 12 in a row, you're 13 <laughs> and 4. Oh, you got to do it. Hey, um, the Niners have won 14 regular season games in a row. Why not us? What? Why not us? The Detroit Lions started 1-6 and six yep. last year. They finished 8-9. And, and now they're one of the better teams in the league. Tato Bang. What up, Tato? Says, what, what, Marsh, what do you think about Justin Pugh? Hopefully he's better than what we got, because if it's any worse, I may not make it out of the game without stroking out. Justin Pugh is going to move that needle. Is Justin Pugh moving the needle? Oh, yeah. Justin Pugh's moving the needle. The Bills D-line is shaking in their boots right now. 12 in a row, Zach. What's Why not so funny? us? What's so funny? Why is Zach laughing Why is Zach laughing? Why are you laughing, Zach? We were serious. How about 13 in a row? Make it 14. Make what if we go to the Super Bowl? What if the Giants don't lose again? Look, if you want to give up and quit, the door's over there. Are you saying you know the future? No. Nobody knows. If you do, tell me if we get uh, Caleb Williams. Leonard Zinnert, yeah, look. You know, I'm never going to root for the Giants to lose games. 
Um, but yeah, I'd love if Caleb Williams was this kid's quarterback. I will tell you this, though. If worst-case scenario happens and it's week 17 and the Giants oh. have the worst record in the league and they're on pace to get the number one pick, I will be rooting for them to lose. Oh, dude. That's why I think the Is NFL, that messed up? The NFL, they might change the rules on tanking this year. Because I guarantee you, week 17 and week 18, if there are teams battling for that number one spot, they are going to bench everybody and they're going to visibly try to lose that Will it be game. Danny DeVito under center? Tommy DeVito. Fuck yeah, it is Tommy, <laughs> not Danny. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be him. You're probably telling your field goal kicker, if you miss every kick, I'll give you a hundred grand. Like, like seriously, if I'm going to root for the Giants to win every single game this year, but if we're one in fifteen, and we play the Eagles the last game of the season, yes. Thing is, we probably wouldn't even have to try to lose. That is true, unless. Unless they rest their players. Yeah, unless rest, but even, dude, even the backups might. Tato Banks says Patrick's haircut's looking nice. Thanks, man. Did you recently get a cut? Uh, this weekend. Got a little Marshall fade on the sides. What, when you sit down, you're like, just... just. I go two to a one low tapered fade. Tapered okay. on sides and back. So All I right. get to keep it simple for him. And to say, do whatever you want to the top. Love it. A little finger length on top. Normally I do like Are you a, you know what one thing I never understood and you know obviously I get a little low cut a little uh, buzz cut if you want to call it that I never understood because when I get home from a haircut I have to take a shower yeah yeah I yeah, have I'm to get all that hair off me that shirt that you wear is almost ruined you got it all over your shoulders too yep. like it's just itchy. so I've never understood the people that have their hair styled by the barber oh i never they like that. style it they put the gel in it no, it's no, like no, no, dude no. where are you going it's 6 30 yeah. on a tuesday yeah no no i agree i'm the same way i'm like i need to go shower let me do it yes and everything like yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting your hair all nice and done by the barber with no. the gel in it just to go take a shower that ride home never understood that yeah and plus i don't i don't use gel fun fact this is all water water-based i have never used gel in my hair really this is water Oh, just cut out. Yeah, Zach, shower, get the new shirt. Shower, new shirt for sure. I've never understood the gel at the barber shop. Like, you, unless, like, you you're are, like, going, going out. Yeah, yes. unless you're going out. Which but, is weird, still. Yeah, it should always shower. be shower after a cut. Plus, like, I don't, I want to trust, I want, I want to do it. Like, yeah. Agreed. Mr. Rick, when you get a haircut, what do you tell the barber? I'm curious. I would love to know this. I, I'm always curious what, what people tell the barber. I tell them just don't don't mess up my widow's <laughs> Every time I have like, uh, what's it called? Uh, like when you're scared, someone's gonna a phobia. I used to have haircut phobia. Oh, I was really? scared they were oh, always messing up. Dude, I especially like and when I especially out, now. Yes, especially like, now. Adam Schmidt, you put your truck as your profile pic. I love it. Where'd it go? He's in the chat. I think he's got, he updated it. I don't see it. When he said, yeah, I got to shower, used to use gel, and now just water seems. Yeah. Oh, he's got the truck, yeah. Adam, I'm just a water guy with my hair now. Like, I don't like it when it gets all sticky like this, because, like, yeah. I can just, like, put it down. I don't know. Just and you get shirt. the flakes on the shirt and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just use your use your hands, you know. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, this little that, well, this little that. Love that. Haircut phobia is a real thing, Leonard Zinnard. I, I used to get. I still get scared sometimes. Like, I'm like, what if they're having a bad day? What if they mess up? Yeah. 
And I'm never card. the one that, because look, when they show you, they say, take a look. If it's fucked up, it's fucked up. There's no yeah, going not, back. Yeah, like, what am I supposed to say? Hey, you messed up right here. Can you add a little hair right there? Exactly. Like, when they ask you for that mirror, you got no say-so. It's cooked. Yeah. Especially like me and you, like it's more like fades where it's like it's easy, the like yeah. one wrong move. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Rick said high and tight. No girls checking out Mr. Rick anymore. You know what? I'm sure they are. You getting all those towels at the Giants games with the shirts? Hell yeah. Love that. Love you guys. Something about Mary hair gel. No good. I don't Whatever. All righty. Um, Jay Lib says it grows back. Yeah, not fast enough, though, if they mess up your haircut. Yeah. Go low cut, can't lose. You, I think there's almost more room for air the shorter you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> I'm just staring at the dude the whole time. When you get your guys' haircut, do you want to talk to the barber, yes or no? It totally depends on the barber. See, I go to the same guy every time. Do you, do you guys chop it up? Never. See, I like that. Well, only though. one time because he knows that uh, I talk about sports on YouTube. And one okay. time he asked me, he's like, yo, do you think I should do my barber page on YouTube? So, like, we talked about it for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But after that, I just sit down and I just, I just want to relax and just let him cut my hair. Yeah. I, it is annoying, though, when you want to, like, just chill out. It's kind of the same thing as, like, an Uber. And oh, I like, hate talking to the Uber driver. It's just, it's just you and him. It's like, dude. I don't give a F about what you're saying to me right now. I'm never going to see you again. I'm never going to see you again. He says, I want the lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yes, Mr. Rick. That's a great touch. Hey, Bills. That's how my my old uh, barber was straight from Mexico. My man, Bills Boumaye. What up, Brody? I used to to love it because it was just like, hey, get it done, get out. See, if I'm a barber, I would rather not even talk to my clients. Like, just let me go to work. Yeah. So unless, let me go to work. Unless they're just bored and they're just like, yeah. oh, chop it up with something. Agreed, agreed. John just going completely off. off John, that was crazy. John, that's just a wild comment. No one right? was talking about DoorDash, John. <laughs> hey, save some for us, John. Hey, We're not John? all blessed like you, man. John probably had the fresh fade. F the Uber. Now Zach's getting in there. EJ says, do you let your barbers trim your beard? Yeah. Because I don't necessarily trust myself to do it. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk football again. Yeah. All righty, let's get into the latest rumors right now about Adoree Jackson. With the New York Giants sitting at one and four and entering Sunday night game, Sunday night's game against the Buffalo Bills as fourteen point underdogs. I've been asked a couple of times, and I've seen some people hint at the idea that the Giants should trade Adoree Jackson. So I'm going to give you my top Adoree Jackson trade destination on today's video. But what leads me to believe that the Giants could inevitably trade Adoree Jackson is they have been reluctant to A, give him a contract extension, and B, restructure his contract, which tells me this year was an open tryout, essentially, for the Giants to give him a long-term deal. I think it's more about the play of the Giants than the play of him that is going to be the deciding factor of if the Giants do trade him. I will say this. Adoree Jackson is still a good football player. Is he a number one corner on a contending team in this league? Probably not anymore. I think he's a great number two corner. He's the best corner the Giants have. And if you're a Super Bowl defense, 
and you're looking for a corner that can elevate your secondary and put you into the driver's seat to where you can, can contend for a Lombardi trophy, I think a Dory Jackson could help a team like this. Uh, he's good, but I'm not interested in re-signing him at this point. I think the Giants need to kind of just understand where they are at this point. They're a long way away from winning a Super Bowl. And I don't think paying a Dory Jackson, a 28-year-old corner, uh, I believe. Just let me double-check his age real quick. 28, just turned 28. He'll be 29 by uh, September 18th. I don't think paying a 29-year-old corner um, top-of-the-market money right now is going to help the Giants all that much. I wouldn't be mad if they re-signed because you need more corners. You always need corners. But at the end of the day, I'm not re-signing him, and I don't think the Giants have that much interest in re-signing him, or they would have already given him a contract extension and could have freed up some money this offseason to, you know, maybe sign an offensive lineman. So, Joe Shane, call your buddy Brandon Bean. Do that for me. Joe, pick up the phone. Type in Brandon Bean and give him a call and say, hey, yo, Brandon, I've been paying attention to the Buffalo Bills, and I saw your top corner, Tredavious White, is hurt, and he's not going to play for the rest of the season. Well, I've got a corner and a Dory Jackson for you that I think could help your team and be a replacement for Tredavious White. Because when you look at the cornerback depth chart right now for the Buffalo Bills, it's not good. It's not good. Dane Jackson, solid player. Uh, Taron Johnson, okay. Kyrie Ulam was getting some DNPs this year. Um, and their top player, Tredavious White, who's a really good football player, is hurt. And we know that Joe Shane and Brandon Bean have a really good relationship. And the Bills need a corner. So could the Giants potentially call up uh, Brandon Bean and try to trade him to the Buffalo Bills? I think it makes sense for both sides at this point. What do you think? Would you trade a Dory Jackson for a fourth-round pick? If Brandon Bean said, you know what, Joe, I'll take a Dory. I'll take him on his expiring contract. He's going to help us fill the need of Tredavious White. But I'm only going to do it for a fourth-round pick. Let me know what you think. Would you do it? Would you trade a Dory for a fourth? Type T for trade. Type P for pass. That'll be the pinned comment on today's show. So when you get hit with that YouTube ad break, scroll on down and let me know would you do it. Another reason that I'm not totally against trading a guy like a Dory Jackson is because I want to see more from Cordell Flott. I thought Cordell Flott played extremely well against uh, against the Miami Dolphins in Week 5 for the New York Giants. And also, Pro Football Focus thought the same thing. Look how they graded Cordell Flott in the snaps that he did play. He ended up playing 27 snaps for the Giants in Week 5, and I thought he really showed out in those uh, snaps. When you look at the stats, they gave him a 90 overall grade Pro Football Focus did. They gave him a 90.5 pass coverage grade, which is extremely good. They gave him a tackling grade of 81.5. He had a pass breakup, and he did in just 27 snaps. Cordell Flott has played 57 snaps this year, and 41 of them have come in the slot. And I think that as a third-round pick entering year two, I want to do more than... Um, I want to do more of a full evaluation of the player that Cordell Flott can be because he's made some big splash plays. Had that big pass breakup in the playoff game against K.J. Osborne. He's come up and made some really good tackles in the screen and run game, and he looked good, in my opinion, against the Miami Dolphins. I also thought he looked pretty good uh, the prior week uh, as well against the Seattle Seahawks as he just came back from injury. Also this, let Trey Hawkins play, man. 
Uh, he's not he, he's not ready to be a full-time starter on a contending team. Thing is, the Giants aren't a contending team right now. Yes, he's a six-round pick, but he obviously is liked on this team and in the front office, or he wouldn't have been a starter the first four weeks, uh, first three weeks, excuse me, of the season. So I want to see a little bit more of Cordell Flott. I want to see a little Trey Hawkins play. Aaron Robinson, who hasn't played a football game in a year for the Giants, he was, I believe, a third-round pick in 2021. Uh, don't quote me on that exactly. But he's going to be coming back from injury soon, and I'd like to see what he could do. I love Adore. I'm thankful for everything he did for the Giants. I think he's a good football player. Um, I just think it's time for the Giants to start prepping for the future a little bit more. I think trading Adore Jackson uh, could potentially do that. I know this. If the Giants trade Adore Jackson, we're going to be making a video on this channel as soon as possible. So if the Giants make a move, you better make sure you're subscribed so you can get the details on everything that just went down. I want to thank everybody that has already subscribed. Almost at 37,000 subs on the channel. It's a crazy accomplishment. Be a part of the squad. Hit that sub button right now. Coming up in a second, I'm going to give you my top Giants trade candidates outside of Dory Jackson. He's going to make that list, but I'm going to tell you about some other guys that I think Joe Shane could be taking and making calls on coming up in a quick sec. But first, I got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Game Time. It's the best ticketing app in the game. And we're going to give you $20 off your first purchase if you download the Game Time app and use the promo code GIANTSCHAT. So what it's going to look like when you are ready to complete your first purchase, it's going to ask you to redeem a code. Just put in Giants Chat right there, and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. One thing that I love about Game Time is it's easy and it's stress-free. Sometimes buying tickets can be a hassle. You're worried about spending a lot of money. You're worried about paying for a lot of fees. Well, Game Time, they're going to guarantee that you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed. You're also going to get a view of the stadium or concert venue from your particular seat. So you're going to get to see what it's going to look like from the seat that you're potentially going to buy. The prices also drop as the events get closer. And that, once again, they're going to guarantee that you get the lowest price. Stress-free, hassle-free, easy, takes very little amount of time, and you're going to get the best deal possible. Download the Game Time app in the App Store, and if you use the promo code GIANTSCHAT, you're going to get $20 off. Um, I love it. I've used it a couple times. Uh, a couple of concerts I went to this summer. It's awesome. You guys are going to love it too. Uh, download the app. Use the promo code GIANTSCHAT. All righty. I think Adore Jackson is at the top of the list when it comes to Giants trade candidates because I think he's a guy that has a lot of value across the league right now. He's a corner that's still sticky in coverage and can win some one-on-one -on -one matchups. And if you add him to a defense that's good, I think you take your secondary over the top. Other players that I think the Giants are going to be taking and making calls on, uh, Leonard Williams is a guy uh, that kind of comes to mind for me. Leonard has been good this season overall. It doesn't necessarily show that exactly in the stat sheet. Uh, but he has 12 tackles, half a sack. But he's been good overall. And he's a guy that is on an expiring deal. Like Adore Jackson, we said, the Giants have had multiple opportunities to extend him or give him a contract extension or restructure. Uh, excuse me, give him an extension or contract restructure that extends his money in the future. They've been unwilling to do so, which tells me that they're not all the way in on re-signing Leonard Williams. And if a team out there wants to trade a fourth or a fifth round pick for him, uh, I would absolutely do it. Another player that I think could be on the chopping block when it comes to trade candidates is Xavier McKinney. I think Xavier McKinney is a solid football player. I, I don't think he's a great football player, though. And right now, as a guy that's going to be a free agent in this upcoming offseason, he's going to be wanting to command top 10 safety money. And to be quite frank with you, he's not a top 10 safety. I also haven't liked the comments that he's made too much. I'm not going to dive too much into those. If you know, you know. 
He's somewhat called out the offense. Someone asked him following the Dolphins game, what do you think about giving up big play after big play? And he said, well, one thing we're not going to do is blame the defense again. So pretty much he threw the offense under the bus. Has a C on his chest, um, but hasn't been much of a captain in my opinion. Got hurt on the bye week last year and hasn't really been the same player since. And he's also an injury-prone player at that. I like X. Always been a fan of his. I think it's best for him to go to go play somewhere else at this point as well. It's best for the Giants to see if they can get some draft compensation in return for him. A player that has been a complete bust, I would say, for the Giants so far this year is Paris Campbell. Uh, I drank the Paris Campbell sauce. Um, I thought Paris Campbell was going to be really good for this football team. He just hasn't. And it's not all his fault. Look, I think he could be a solid player on a team that has a good offensive line and a good quarterback. Right now, the Giants are looking for both those as they don't really have them on their roster. Six, think about this. 16 catches for 85 yards, right? 85, 85 divided by 16. That's 5.3 yards per catch. Think about it like this. He has a long catch of 17 yards. 85 minus 17. Seven, 15 catches. For 80, 68 yards, the man is averaging 4.5 yards per catch. That's that's more so to do with this team, this function of this offense and everything. But his snap count has gone down each of the last two weeks. Wondell Robinson's snap count is going up, as well as throwing Shepard, as Campbell is looking on the outside in right now in this wide receiver depth chart. Maybe you could trade him for a sixth or seventh round pick. Not going to get much more than that, but at least you could potentially get something. And obviously, I'm going to include Saquon Barkley in this trade candidates list. I've talked about him numerous times before. Uh, I think the Giants need to just move on from Saquon Barkley. Great player. Not saying he's not. I think he's a great player. I think he's a top back in this league. Right now, the Giants have so many holes, and they're not going to extend Saquon Barkley after this season. So why not try to get a draft pick back for him right now? It'll be a sad day if it happens. I'm going to be upset. I think it's one of those situations you've got to take a step back or a couple steps back maybe take a test step to the side, and then eventually take a step forward. Because if you lose him for nothing in free agency, all of us are going to be mad. I'll know you that. I'll, I'll give you that for sure. I know that for a fact. At the end of the day, Joe Shane and Brian Dable need to have an honest conversation. What is this team? What can they realistically achieve? And what do we want to be? Do we want to try to push the limit and make the playoffs this year and maybe rattle off a couple of wins? Or we need to accept that this team's not all that good right now. Look, schedule gets easier over the next seven weeks. It just does. At the same time, Giants just aren't that good of a football team right now. Always going to root for this team to win. But I think the brain trust of this organization needs to be honest with themselves. Is this a good football team? If you think they are, we run with it. If not, I think it's, to start, it's time to start prepping for the future. That's what I believe. Should the Giants start trading players? What do you think? Should they start trying to get back some draft picks that could potentially help them in the future. You traded two seventh-round picks already, one for Isaiah Simmons, one for Boogie Basham. You got it. Maybe it's a draft once again. Type Y for yes, type N for no. Let me know what you think. And as always, you can give me a follow over on Twitter at Marshall Green underscore. Tweet about the Giants every day, all day. Just give me a follow over there. It'll be a sad day if they trade Barkley, but I think you have to. I think you have to. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if they will. They didn't give him an extension, though. Yeah, but I mean that would be punting on the season. Like I mean, I mean that's that's when dudes would start to quit, which might be the. That's that's fair. 
If you trade like, oh, Saquon, people are going to quit. Then they're like, all right, what are we doing? Like, you guys clearly want to go get a quarterback. Like, the players aren't stupid. What if you lose this week, you're 1-5, and five, and you lose next week to Washington, you're 1-6? Because you've already punted on the season if you're 1-6. You, I mean, then the deadline's, what, Halloween? Yeah. You have to. You have to. If you want Saquon Barkley to stay a giant, you've got to win one of these next two games. Preferably both. Yeah. And then you would but be 3-4. Like, what, what if they're making calls and the best you're getting is a fifth? Is it worth it? Prob like even there, is it worth it? Like probably you get that extra fifth if you want to like, I don't know, trade up in the draft, try to get a quarterback. But that's fair. That's fair. I just don't know how much of the locker room aspect Shane would consider. I think Zach's calling me a boomer because I'm calling Twitter. I'm not calling it X. I am not. I'm not, you know what? Uh, yeah, Trace I'm not doing did? it. No, I'm not doing that. It is. I'm not hurt. calling it X. No, it's not X. It's just Elon being a. I'm not going to be one of Elon's little puppets. Exactly. Never. I will never do that. All righty, let's close out the show with a mailbag. Mr. Rick says, Marsh, no. Miss Cha bought me a $300 Barkley jersey, and she is really cheap. I have to wear that another five years. Maybe you can make a blanket out of it or something. That's what my mom used to do with all of our old shirts that we couldn't fit anymore. Really? Yeah, they'd make shirts cool. out of them, uh, blankets out of them. Rob Rod gave me a Saquon Barkley signed helmet. And I don't know what to do with that either. It's pretty cool. It's actually at my desk at work. We're going to close the show out with a mailbag if you want to be featured on it. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat to get on the show. All right, let's get into this mailbag, Seeps. Cha says double R is the man. He is he is a very kind human being. We got a lot of you guys are way too nice to me. That's what I don't understand. They just they just like us a little bit. A I don't know bit. why. A little bit. Sometimes I'll get off these shows and I'll be like, what We're we're of, cool, but we're not that cool. Kind of douchebags, <laughs> like I don't I don't know. Oh lordy, lordy, lordy. We just have a good time with you guys. We just like to have fun. We try you to inform. Cool. We try to entertain. All righty. Guys, you guys are loading me up with questions. The questions right now. are loading up. People want to talk. Let's go. Making my job easier. Shout out to the chat. Trisha says, "Smart recycle." All righty. All righty. Get some good ones on screen, seeps. There's a lot of questions in the queue. You want to guarantee your spot on the show? The first one's a heater. You got a super chat. Got a super chat to guarantee it. Let's get into it. Yo, what up, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. We got a mailbag coming up. I just wanted to answer some questions from all of the real ones. There's a lot of things that Giants fans want to say, and I just want to answer some of the things that they got to get off their chest. My man, Mr. Cha, an MVP here on the channel coming in saying, how far, oh Lord, how far do you think a 64-year-old man 
can throw a real seven-foot, fully decorated Christmas tree out the front door. Giants at Philly Christmas Day, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. I'll tell you a quick story. Growing up, I was probably about 10 years old. And you know, you know when you're 10 years old, uh, Santa comes to your house. And one year from Santa, I got 10 pairs of sweatpants. And it was 10 different boxes. So 10 different freaking presents. I open up one box. I'm like, oh, these are cool wind pants. I open up the second box. These are cool wind pants. I get to the sixth box. I'm like, all right, this is a joke. Why am I only getting wind pants? What did I do? Why does Santa hate me? I think the Giants playing the Eagles this year on Christmas might be worse than the Christmas that 10-year-old Marshy got 10 pairs of wind pants from. Still haven't given up. Freaking let my parents live that one down. What? Ten pairs of wind pants? It's a joke. This Christmas might be worse than that, Mr. Rick. <sighs> if, your if my shoulder wasn't hurt, I'd help you throw out that damn Christmas tree. Because it could get ugly on Christmas. It might. I am, uh, I am worried about that game. I really, really am. I'm praying the NFL can flex it. I know it's not even legal, but they've got to do it. I might wear wind pants that, that day just so, to relive the pain of 10-year-old Marshy. Ten pairs of wind pants? That's terrible. Fred and Carol, you got to be better than that. NFL Fan Zone says, why aren't we getting Waller more involved? Well, he had 11 targets last week for eight catches for 90 yards. A reason that we're not able to get him involved as much as we want is because we have the worst offensive line in the National Football League. Um, dropped a touchdown last week. I'm going to call it a good play by Xavier, Xavier Howard. But at the end of the day, you're the highest paid tight end in the NFL. That is a must-catch ball that is going down in a drop in my book, even if other NFL statistical sites are not saying so. I also would like to see him catch the fade ball on the left sideline that I thought Jones made his best throw of the season on. Wasn't able to get that done. I'm hoping, though, we saw eight catches from Waller that can bleed in to next week. Um, he didn't get involved in the Seahawks game because Daniel Bellinger got hurt, and they asked him to be more of a blocking tight end because the Giants couldn't block with five linemen. So a whole bunch of reasons there. Mainly because our O-line stinks, though. Cameron Johnson says, would you do Saquon for Kenneth Walker and a fourth or a fifth? Yes, in a heartbeat. Uh, Seattle's not doing that, though. Uh, Seattle, in my opinion, I don't think they would do that. Could be wrong, um, but I don't think they would. But, yeah, I would trade Saquon Barkley for Kenneth Walker and a fourth-round pick tomorrow. Look, I love Saquon. Uh, one of my favorite players on this team. I have his jersey. I bought his jersey the day he was drafted. Um not sure the Giants can be successful right now paying a running back uh, a, a lot of money. They have too many ho other holes. And a running back doesn't fix an O-line. You don't build a running game around a running back. You build a running game around the interior offensive line. Giants got to get better in that area. <laughs> ESPN put out their NFL power rankings this week, and they had the Giants at 32. There's only 32 teams in the league. So I'll ask you this question. Are the Giants the worst team in the National Football League? Can't believe we're doing this. Type Y for yes, type N for no. My man, the big moo, do you think it's time to start accumulating picks for next year? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think you can look to trade a couple of guys. Uh, as well, Leonard Williams, Xavier McKinney, Paris Campbell, and Saquon Barkley, all on one-year deals. I think you could add a Dory Jackson 
to this list as well. Look, you're one and four. You're 15-point underdogs heading into this week against the Buffalo Bills, and you still got to play the Cowboys, and you still got to play the Eagles twice. I don't see how you beat either of those teams. Um, sometimes you got to take a step back, take a step forward. I think the Giants need to have an honest conversation. Joe Shane, John Mara, John Mara, excuse me, and Brian Dable, and uh, see what they see. See what they think, because I think I think it's time. I think it's time to start selling some assets. I really do. Big carnage. Should we cut Daniel Jones in the near future? What is the near future? You can't cut him this offseason. The offseason to cut him is after next year. That's the earliest you can cut him and not just absolutely cripple your cap space. Um, the earliest you can cut him is next year. So play this year, play next year, cut him that year. Maybe next year is your backup quarterback to hopefully, hopefully, Caleb Williams. Um, but I'll be happy with Drake May. I'll be happy with Drake May. But yeah, not this year. It would be happy half. It would have to be after the 2024 season. So in the spring of 2025, still got some time. Still got some time. We're gonna get to more questions coming up in a second. But I want to get you in on a little bit of a secret here. If you love playing daily fantasy, go to PrizePicks.com/CLNS and use the promo code CLNS. And here's the secret: you use that link and you use that promo code. PrizePicks is gonna match your initial deposit up to a hundred. It's the easiest way to play daily fantasy, and in my opinion, it's the most fun way. All you're doing is playing more or less on projected stat lines for players. This week, they got Brock Purdy at 236.5 passing yards. They have Tua Tungavailoa at 284.5 passing yards. All you do is click more or less if you think they're going to pass those milestones or if they're going to fall short of those milestones. You could choose from two to six players. The closer you are to six players, the more players you have on your lineup, the more money and the higher your payout is going to be. I love playing it. It's a lot of fun. I know Seeps loves playing it. So get hooked up. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Remember, promo code CLNS for a deposit match of up to $100. Leonard Zinnard. What a name. What value do you want out of McKenny Williams and Dory? Like what trade do I want back? Can I get a fourth round pick for McKenny? Fifth round pick for Williams and a fourth round pick for Dory. That's probably optimistic. They may all be fifth round players. Um, but I, I wouldn't. Maybe a sixth for Williams because it's, it's so expensive. Older player. They're both all three on expiring deals. <sighs> Make calls and figure it out. But yeah. I'd like to get a fourth-round pick for all of them. I don't know if that's possible. I think of those three, the one with the most trade value is probably a Dory. And then maybe a Leonard Williams. McKenney's the youngest. But a fourth or a fifth-rounder is kind of where I'm at with those guys. Leonard, Zinnard, what a name, by the way. Cuba, no, Cuda, that's a D. Cuda Bang. If a team offered you a first-round pick for Daniel Jones and Barkley as a package deal, would you do it? Yes. Next question coming in from Jay Liv. Realistically, what can they get for Barkley? He's always hurt. Maybe take a fifth-round pick conditional to move up to the third or fourth. Yeah, it may have to be one of those situations. Maybe you trade him for a fourth-round pick and playing time bonuses and success can turn it into a third. Maybe you get a fourth and a fifth-round pick. I think the highest pick you'd probably get is a third. But um, that's kind of where I sit on that subject, j -Lib. NFL fan zone. We have to fire Bobby Johnson yesterday. We have to fire him yesterday. 
He's got four picks on this offensive line inside the top 67. Andrew Thomas, who's hurt? Evan Neal, who sucks? Uh, John Michael Schmitz, who is hurt? And right now, Joshua Zudu, who is not a good football player. Um, two of them are hurt, but at the end of the day, you got talent. You've got to be better than this. You've got to be better than this. That boy, Joe, how many yards do you think DeVito will pass for if he plays versus Buffalo? Come on. He ain't playing. 500. F it. DeVito season. Let's ride. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel. Look, if you want the Giants to beat the Bills as bad as I do, hit that sub button. We say it all the time. Sub for Giants dubs. A dub on Sunday night against the Bills, that's enough juice to turn your season around. I truly do believe that. As always, thank you, and I appreciate you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, Give me a follow over on Twitter at Marshall Green underscore. And if you DM me, F Buffalo, I'll give you a follow back.